get it? Oh yeah! Welcome to Podcast My Brand, where we help you launch your branded podcast, get better at the craft of podcasting, grow your audience, and make cash from your show. I'm your host, Elsie, the mayor of Podcast Town. Let's get to it. We help you launch, grow, and maximize. All right, folks, today we have Chrissy with us. Chrissy, how are you? I am wonderful. How are you? I am fantastic. Before we get into the goodness of podcasting, um, the definition of podcasting and how that has changed, can I get an oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Nice, (laughs) nice. So the first thing I want to do is um, learn a little bit more about your show. And then I'm going to get on a slight soapbox. So if you're listening to this, you're going to hear my spiel on what a podcast is. But tell us a little bit more about your show. Okay. So I do an IG live show. I've been doing it for three years. Um, It's on Instagram. And so we go live every single week, Wednesdays at 3.30 p.m. Eastern time. We accept guests bi-weekly. So he's been at this for a while now. Uh, we post the recordings. We share them out. We promote them just like um, a typical podcast. But it is an Instagram live show that we then post. So let's talk about this for a second, Chrissy, because you have to listen and suffer through my soapbox on what a podcast is and what it is not. So basically podcasting is anything <laughs> these days. It could be live <laughs> streaming. It's it's video. It's audio. What, what What's your take on that? What In your opinion... What is a podcast? In my opinion, a podcast is on a podcast platform. So like listening or audio platforms. Um, But I think with the way that, you know, communication is spreading these days that everyone calls everything a podcast. So it wasn't until recently where people started saying like, oh, I heard this on your podcast. And I was like, what podcast? (laughs) And then they were like, oh, on Instagram. And I'm like, well, I guess it's kind of a podcast. It's just a different platform. So I, I'm, I guess I'm trying to unmarry what I believe and just kind of keep it more open and maybe transitioning it into more of a pad, a podcast type of flow. For me, podcasts are typically like interviews or explorations of thought where literally sometimes guests come on my show and they're just promoting, you know, I don't feel like that's a podcast. You know, it's not structured in a way where we have a certain type of intention. It's just more about exposure, getting, sometimes we do explore thoughts. Sometimes we don't, it's just kind of an open show. So that's kind of how I look at podcasts and why I don't consider mine to be a podcast as a show. But for some reason, because people learn from it, they're like your podcast. And I'm like, Oh, okay. (laughs) Got it. Okay. So here, here's, here's my, uh, my soapbox guys. I told you and warned you it was coming. Okay. So technically speaking, a podcast by definition, is on-demand audio. Some could argue that on-demand video will count as well, but technically a podcast is on-demand audio. Now, having said that, I realize that the movement, to your point, Chrissy, is that basically everything's a podcast, live stream, video. So effectively, Chrissy, you have a podcast. I don't know if you knew that before today, but yeah, you basically, you're a podcaster, so (laughs) welcome. (laughs) I did not know that. I guess I'm welcomed into the community officially. I think another point, too, that I just thought about as you were saying that is if you have like a reoccurring thing, if people expect it, if they expect episodes, then maybe that's also why they consider it a podcast, because we do have like a whole schedule and everything. Just kind of thinking about the mindset that goes into like the consumer 
you know, who's consuming the podcast or the show. And apparently now I'm welcome to the community. So thank you. (laughs) (laughs) I will take it. So speaking of podcasting, community, brands, and all that good stuff, I'm always curious to to know why why did you start this IG Live in the first place and how has it impacted your brand, your business since you started? Well, I don't know if you're going to like this answer, but when I originally started going live, it was part of a challenge. And I was like, oh, this isn't bad. And I don't have to do this huge production. Like, you got a lot of work to do with this podcast. You know what I'm saying? You got editing. You got this. You got that. My, me, I just go on live, just run my mouth, maybe run my mouth with someone else. And it's done. So for me, it was a path of least resistance option to get my message across in a way that doesn't require all of the, like when it's live, people don't expect the bells and whistles, right? The expectation is a lot lower. And so I'm able to be my authentic self. And so I've just been running with it ever since. Once I did that challenge, I really fell in love with just the live interaction and, you know, being able to come with something somewhat prepared, but also let it take me wherever it's going to flow, where I feel like podcasts traditionally not so much now, because I've been on some podcasts that are very similar to my live show. But podcasts traditionally used to be, when I started this, right, three years ago, they were much more structured, where I wanted to be kind of a little bit less structured, ironically enough, because I'm Capricorn, Capricorn's thriving structure. But that's why I did it, because I didn't want to do editing and all of that mumbo jumbo stuff and, and series. And I, don't, I just want to go live. I just want to show up every single week with or without a guest and explore my thoughts. So how has it affected your business? Um, I've gotten clients from it. I have made some amazing strategic partnerships just because we accept that guests bi-weekly. There's always a backstage where I like DM someone and make sure you know their audio and stuff, but we always get into their business, always get into um, just connecting. So it's done some tremendous, tremendous work of spreading and making my network very large. Like when I first started, well, I say when I first transitioned into full time in my business, which was now four years ago, I've been in business for eight. But when I first transitioned into full time, my business network outside of clients, which I had a lot at the time, but when I first started, it was like, womp, womp, womp. But going live every single week, for the past three years and accepting guests and meeting different people, even even my listeners, right? The people who show up on the actual live, just connecting with them, it's made it spread tremendous. I would say that's the largest impact is the people I get to connect with. Oftentimes, I don't even see them before the 15 minutes before the show. Half the time, to be perfectly honest, I don't even know who they are. I literally learn about it 15 minutes before the show because my admin, she goes and gets people and get them scheduled and all that fun stuff. And there's automations happening in the back end where they get what they need and I get what I need and I just show up. I sometimes go to my timeline right before and I see who's who I'm meeting with, click their name and then, hey, I'm crazy. Let's make sure you look good. Any questions? And then we jump on the line. It just flows. We've been able to connect with a lot of people that way. Yeah, very, very similar to my story. When I first started my first show, it was literally me meeting this person for the first time. And because that was what I wanted, I wanted it to feel like a genuine coffee shop conversation. And that's really cool to hear that, uh, that you're getting that same thing. Chrissy, do, do you like trivia? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I can honestly say, I don't think I've ever outside of like playing games with friends. I'm going to say I am in 
different. I don't dislike it, but um, I use my brain a lot. So I'm gonna. I'm excited to see how I do here. Yeah, yeah, me too. Let's, uh, let's, let's see how you do. Brunch Podcast Town. All right, Chrissy, I am going to give you six categories to choose from history, arts, science, general, entertainment, or geography. Let's do general. General. Okay. Oh, this is an easy one. So these are completely random. I don't even know what's going to come up. Okay. So what are the highest and lowest cards in poker? That's an easy one. See, I, I knew I didn't like trivia. <laughs> I'm going to say um, the king and the ace. The ace being which one? Highest or lowest? Oh, the ace is going to be the highest and the king. I guess the king. I, I was thinking the two highest. That's what I was thinking. So let's say the lowest is the joker and the ace is the highest. I'll give you a mix because the ace is the highest and two is the lowest. Two is the lowest. So do you completely ignore? Don't you ignore joker and poker? I don't know how to play I, poker. I played it before, but I haven't played in a very, very like I'm talking like four years. And I think if I'm not mistaken, someone comment or say something to me, connect with me. I'm pretty sure you take the jokers out of the deck. So that's why I was thinking. Maybe not. I could be I, making I that up. I can't help you. I'll tell you a funny story. So one time I was at work I was at work. This was years ago. And the guys we were sitting, you know, just kind of chatting, water water cool stuff. And um one of the guys was like, Hey, Elsie, you want to go, you want to go play poker? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. That's the game where you try to get to 21, right? And he's like, never mind. <laughs> you confused with black jacks? It was a black jack question. I got it. He's like, never mind. Sort of like when somebody says, hey, you know, do you, you play spades? And you say, uh, they're like, okay, oh, never mind. Don't, don't, don't yeah, sit at When the it table. comes to card games, you cannot play with people because people who play card games, they are serious. serious. Are they not? They do yeah. not. There are no, they don't want to teach you. If you make a mistake, they're going to just yell it. Oh, gosh. I'm just getting flashbacks from, like, family dinner. It's trouble. <laughs> Ooh, my aunt, Lord. <laughs> All right. Let's do one more. History, arts, science, entertainment, or geography? Let's do science. I love science. Okay. What? Oh, no. I'm not saying that one because I do not know how to pronounce that. Okay. Let me pick a different one. Um, <laughs> I know that's right. Accept what you can control and move on from rest. Okay. Um, nuclear membrane, cytoplasm, and nucleus are parts of a what? Nuclear membrane, cytoplasm, and nucleus are parts of a what? brain is that your answer mm-hmm. a cell oh my gosh that's so crazy that was my first thought always trust yourself yes guys if you're listening trust yourself that was literally my first thought i was going to give you a hint but then i thought i remembered back to the fact that i really love buzzing my guests and i was like yeah <laughs> 
I'm not going to give her. I promise you that was my first thought, too. you got to trust yourself. That's a really good segue. It's almost like you're in my notes. So talk about trusting yourself. How, as a, as a podcaster, as you have now become, how, how do you grow your audience? It's the, the age-old question. Everybody wants to know. How I grow my audience secretly is my guest. Because my show is actually very passive. It's, again, a way. My entire Instagram platform is not. Um, it's a way for me to give, make an impact to those who, you know, are in my industry or those who are trying to learn from me, kind of exploring my agency and where we're going with that. So I don't have like a traditional, even though I'm in digital marketing, I don't have a traditional like, this is what we're doing, blah, 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 because my goals around my Instagram is just the impact. So if we can make a impact, that's all that matters. And so our guests is usually how we grow as well as engagement. So making sure that we engage on the platform because these platforms are social, social media. Naturally, we get a lot of people who come in and listen to the show, especially the replay. The replay is where it's at. That's why I would definitely argue that I do have a podcast because I go at a time where most people are at work if they're in that transitioning period. This usually doesn't work for people, but I'm working and I'm not going to change my schedule for others. But anyways, so we usually have about anywhere from seven to 20 people, depending on the the, I guess, day, if it's a holiday, I don't know. I don't know how people join. It's usually the guests, too. But the replays, we usually have at least 100 replays. And so with that, I feel like it's promoting it afterwards, right? Sharing it in our stories, our guests promoting it. Instagram just released that new feature where you can now do collabs and tag their accounts in it. So now they can share it on their account as if it's their post. So that's been helping tremendously with our views and making sure that our account is always growing. So is that something that you formally go over with your guests to, to, to help promote? Or is that something that they just do because they're good at promoting content? It is not something I go over formally. We literally had a conversation with my team yesterday about formalizing some of our show and even potentially charging some of our guests because especially as our audience grows. But it's, we do at some point, we'll kind of transition it into like an actual show that has like some pillars but right now you'll see if you go to the like application form it just says come to present your business product service um your ideas whatever it's just a discussion but as far as like marketing we don't really give any guidelines or anything like that most people will just do it because they're on it and they need the exposure and they want to feel like they're doing things so they just promote the show now i have a question for you so you said that your lives your the replay gets more than the live what are some of the reasons why, because um, going back to our earlier conversation about everything being a podcast, why would pe- why should people consider doing both the, the live element and the, the replay or the on demand? I think live live gives you an opportunity to get real time feedback and to really connect sometimes people. And if you pay attention to how you interact in lives, if you even have been in someone's life. You, even if you're not, even if you're half, you know, a listening, I'm not sure if you swear on your show, but even if you're listening, you know, just with a little bit and you're multitasking, you typically feel like the person's kind of talking to you much more than in a video, right? Because they, they are literally essentially sitting right next to you real time. It's the same time where if they're in the same time zone, but it is at that actual time where something pre-record, pre-recorded feels kind of cold, like you can't really engage. So I feel like the questions that you get real time are much more 
aha moments for the guests right there in the like we did this is thursday so we had one yesterday we had a guest on there her name's yola she was she actually just got alopecia and was going through this life journey um i've been a guest on her show and that's kind of how she got on my show and um one of the one of the listeners was chiming in and gave a really really great like aha moment for both of us we're talking about how some people love road rage and love being angry and love negativity and one of the guests she was like or the not the guest the listener she was like well people thrive on that initial thrill the adrenaline rush which is something we would not have said in the show we were moved on to a whole other topic but the fact that the comment came in we were able to introduce a new element into the show so it's a, it's a good way to have a nice community of back and forth your community is you right and so and, you're, and you are your community and if you are shut out or you're not paying attention to the feedback if you're not letting them kind of voice their opinions. That's why on my show, I read the comments out loud. I'll say, this person said this, this, this. It kind of makes it a group discussion instead. So I like live pre or pre-recorded or the other, you know, having a show that gets released. That's fine too, because people still need to be able to consume it at their own pace. They can go back and rewind, which you cannot do in live. There's a lot of perks on both sides. I would recommend that people at least do both. Even if it's a completely separate show and maybe like, let's say for you, if you wanted to do like an introduction of your guests on Instagram first, like maybe the first like five minute, 10 minute, you want to try to aim for at least 15 minutes because when it comes to lives, that's when it peaks off in audience. If you're going live for really quick, no one's going to see it. But if you do like a 15 minute back and forth, maybe that backstage between you and I, that natural interaction and then do your recording, maybe they have something to look forward to then. You know, like, I want to hear more about what she was saying. That's just an idea off the top of my head. But I recommend people do both, for sure. That is a fantastic idea slash insight. Now, let me ask you this. Are you finding that um, on the replays that they have long tails? So people say week, two weeks, three weeks after it's gone live, people are still finding it and engaging with it? Or is it shorter? I'm just curious to know. It is not. So it's because of what we do to market it so very often there are like maybe five of my best shows that have the highest views and it's because there are they end up being resources i send to people all the time so if you ask me right now something about instagram analytics or calculating your prices or your your products and services i would probably send you an ig live that i've been right so they serve as like resources that we give our clients and in our newsletter that we send we also promote them as well so we are trying at every given stage. I do not believe in creating content forever. I'm going to recycle like it ain't nobody's business because <laughs> I am not a content creator. I am a business owner. I do not agree with all this. Like, you know, that new reel that's happening right now. Like I'm a business owner, which means I'm a content creator. So here's my content. Like it's funny. Yes, but we are business owners. Unless you are a, a influencer, your job is not to create content. Your, your job is to run a business to service clients and customers. So I'm focused on that. And I'm going to look at a million ways. For example, this podcast will be part of our, you will get views consistently with us because we promote all of the podcasts that I've been on. We have like an automation that automatically schedules like tidbits of it, but you don't even know that. <laughs> but we do that. We create our own media. It's like an audiogram and it has the caption at the top. And then we put them in a cycle and post them on Instagram months from now. People are still getting views from podcasts I was on last year. I wish that there was a university level course on how to extract nuggets from conversation because you just drop a ton of them. 
<laughs> right I have down in my notes <laughs> promoting the lives like the um going live for 15 minutes and then getting into a conversation promoting the lives and leveraging those as content I called it a content pointer because I as I was listening and taking notes I couldn't think of anything else to call it where you're leveraging it and pointing potential clients and um, existing clients to the content that covered the subject so if you do the things that we just talked about your podcast will grow or your IG live or your live stream or your whatever it is that you're doing that's called a podcast. It has to grow, right? Because you're 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 actively pointing people to it. And what it does, what's it I like to tell people to not focus on the numbers, but more focus on the impact. Because when you give someone a resource, let's just say if I'm in a in a call with a potential client or even you and you're like, hey, I'm struggling, blah, blah, blah. And I give you a resource where I give you the tea. It took me two seconds to give you a link. And you've now developed a whole relationship with me and I'm I'm out of it. Like you're engaging with a video that I recorded a year ago and it's so fruitful for you because it's it's literally made for you. So it helps to develop the connection, build know, like and trust with your potential clients. So these things need to I, I sometimes fear I'm on a lot of podcasts. I do at least one, a minimum of one of someone else's every single week. I haven't even talked to you about my exposure strategy. And so I'm on at least one. Every single week, and I can tell you that a lot of podcasters are doing it all wrong. All wrong. They're not marketing. They're focused on just getting a whole bunch of episodes. They don't care what people come on and talk about. They don't vet their guests. And if your sole business is podcast, you need to be concerned. My sole business is not podcast, right? I'm not trying to monetize my things. Maybe in the future I will. But if your sole business is podcast, you need to be looking at this all differently. I'm all about you know, results when it comes to business and just doing a bunch of stuff and getting content out there does not work. If it did, we all be millionaires. Content's easy. Wow. It's the real business side that's hard and challenging. We might have to do a second episode just on that last piece on podcasters are doing it all wrong. Let me jot that down in my notes. That is fantastic. Just like, you know, that's a common reaction every time I'm on a show. They're like, are you able to come back? So I am very big on impact. I'm very big on taking the stress out of things because there are a lot of internet gurus out here who are telling us to do things that do not work because they want to sell you the thing to teach you how to do that thing so you can come back and keep buying more of that thing. I am about taking the guesswork out. I'm about exploring and experimenting with business. That's why I said I love science, right? Business is science and math. Mm -hmm. That's it. Is doing some experiments as a business owner. We have a theory. Will this work? Will this promote my podcast more? Will I get more, you know, audience and using some maps to figure out analytics, looking at your history to see if it will grow it. And then you're going to do your hypothesis, test it, and then you're going to pivot based on the results, science. So that's the beauty of it. It's not arts. It's not any of this stuff. It doesn't, I'm, and I'm in the industry too, right? I'm a creative agency. So people immediately look at me. And think design when it's so much more than design. You know, we, we focus on strategy led design where it's based off of what your goals are as a business. And I feel like so many people are ignoring that. They're just listening to people and they're trying to look the part without doing the actual work. So let me ask you this. You said that you love doing the lives because you get to show up to be your true and authentic self. This mm -hmm. next segment is called Truth and Lies. You're going to tell me three things about yourself. Two of them are going to be true. One of them is going to be a lie. 
Hit me. <laughs> so they have to be about me. Yes. All right. I wrote a few down in preparation. So let's go. And I wrote them down because I don't want to give you the answers. I know if I start thinking about a lie, I cannot lie. Everything that comes out of Chrissy's mouth is the truth because I'm a terrible liar. So I have to write them down. Okay. All right. So I'm going to read them. Okay. So um, I have two bachelors. Okay. I started my first business when I was 14. And I have seven brothers and one sister. Seven bros and one sister. I believe you did start your first business at 14. Because you are about that life. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think you have two BSs. You didn't mention during the course of our conversation which ones they were, but I think that's true. I think you are trying to trip me up on the seven brothers and one sisters. I think you have eight siblings, but I don't think it's seven brothers and one sister. You're good. It's definitely that. <laughs> yeah, I have six brothers and one sister. Nice. <laughs> See, I knew you wouldn't be able to lie too good. You're just not good at yeah, it. Yeah, no, I'm a terrible liar. I'm a terrible. I, I hated this, this game in school because they always got me every time. Some people are so good at this. I'm like, oh, gosh, how can you guys just lie? Like, come up with lies like that? I just can't. And amazingly, some people are so good at it that they do it all the time. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. All right, well, Chrissy, thank you so much for being a good sport and sharing the the just absolute gems. Um, If people want to get to know you a little bit better or to reach out to tune into your IG live show or to say hi, how can they do that? So the best way is to go to my website because everything's there and we do a whole lot of stuff. So we do workshops at least two a month. And then we got the podcast for advertising as well as my IG live show. So you, that's kind of the hub. But you can also find me on Instagram, Color Addicts, spelled with K's, K-O-L-O-R-A-D-D-I-K-T. People always miss the second K. Um, but you can go on there. You can shoot me a DM or you can shoot me an email. You can put some time on my calendar. I'm open. You can pick my brain. I'm here. Awesome. Thanks again, Chrissy. Thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on this edition of Podcast My Brand. If you got value from the show, join our email list for show updates and exclusive tips on building trust, growing influence, and increasing authority with your podcast brand. Thanks again. We'll talk with you next time.